Hey, howdy, hey! Welcome, friends! We have an exciting episode in store for you. But first, I'm Nicole Avila, and this is... CJ Avila. And today we're going to share with you our Disneyland tips, tricks, and secrets. Yeah, we... I don't. How many times have we been to Disneyland together? Ooh, a lot. A lot. We've been a lot of times together separate. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was growing up, we went quite a few times as a, as a family when I was a kid. And then, uh, early, early in our relationship, I'm thinking like within the first few months, I surprised you. You surprised me with a trip and I don't know if you should have done that because now you're now I just want to go all the time. Yeah. I think we're also, um, let's, I mean, let's set the stage here. I think you are drinking a beverage, I'm drinking a beverage. What are you What are you drinking there? What did you end up picking? What? I chose peppermint tea. Peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Trying to get back on track. So we just got, well, maybe it's almost been two and a half weeks now since we got back from Disneyland. But at Disneyland, we went a little crazy mm-hmm. on sugar and foods we don't normally eat and alcohol. And so coming back, it's been a little bit hard for me to get back on track with eating healthfully. So... I'm trying to drink some peppermint tea to aid digestion and make mm. myself feel a little better about oh, myself. Nice. Yeah. So I'm drinking it in my Disney California oh, Adventure wow. mug. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I'm oh, all nice. set. Okay. I'm cuddled in my uh, Buzz and Woody blanket. Yeah. I'm ready. I am. I have a cold. Mm, it's sorry. The um, the fall weather changing mm-hmm. from like 80 degree weather to 20 degree weather has not been nice. I don't like it. I think I always get sick around this time. Yeah, I'm sorry. So you I'm just... also drinking tea, but mine is, sorry, I just want. You don't like the weather here. I know. I'm drinking chamomile tea though, yes. and that's helpful. Mm-hmm. I had soothing. some toast. It is soothing. But I like the smell of your peppermint one. It smells like, uh... it also smells soothing. It's comforting. Yeah, it is comforting. So, um, yeah, we are, I would I would consider us like advanced, if not expert, Disneyland uh, totally travelers. <laughs> In our opinion, at least. In our opinion, we've been a lot. We um, we've dialed into what we like to do there. Yeah, and we have. Um, we're well. I am kind of high maintenance, so we have some tips for. Um, if you have eating restrictions, we've also had two babies, so we um, know how to travel with and without the kiddos, awesome places to stay, any discounts you might find. We're going to share all of it, which means this is going to be a long one, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it, especially if you have a Disneyland trip coming up. We highly recommend all of these things. Yeah. And if you are, if you consider, if you also consider yourself an advanced Disneyland person or an expert Disneyland adventurer, I think we would love to hear what your tips are. Uh, and also hope that you might find a nugget or two in, in our uh, experience here. That'll be helpful. Yep. So let's get started. First, we're going to talk about buying the tickets. So you've already decided you're going to Disneyland and I think we should also say like this is for specifically for Disneyland. This whole podcast is Disneyland. We have been to Disney World. We live on the West Coast. It's easier for us to get to Disneyland. So just keep that in mind. Yep. Um, for getting tickets, for the most part, there are not a lot of ways to get discounts on these very expensive tickets. Yeah. Um, Unless you're in the military, which CJ used to be. Um, If you are in the military, 
you have to be active or um, retired. And then they always, almost always, at least for the past 10 years, have the deal where it's, I don't know, it's like $150 or something for a three-day park hopper. Yeah. I don't remember all the numbers. It's changed. There was a point where it was free. It was like five free tickets. For the veteran it was, but then it was an additional hundred and something for the family members. Anyway. If you're a veteran. Very affordable that way. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Disneyland thanks you for your service and they want to give you a break on these super expensive tickets. Yes. If you are not in the military, um, here are a couple of suggestions. First is Costco. They don't, if you have a Costco membership, um, when I looked for our most recent trip, they did not have any discount on tickets, but they did offer um, a lower price on rooms. And then they gave you like, I don't know, a hundred dollars in a Disney gift card, which then you could use to buy your tickets. Um, AAA sometimes has discounts. Again, I checked for this past trip and there was nothing that made sense for us to use. Um, a lot of it was packages. Like, oh, if you buy your package with us, then you'll save like five or ten percent. Um, but we we don't we don't usually do package deals. We do everything separately. Yeah. Um, so again, that didn't work for us. And then um, you should also check with Disneyland. Sometimes they're trying to get people in. We went last February, I think, and they were having a special deal on their three day park hoppers. I think they always get you. It's like the, the, the math that they have done or in like around the psychology of the length that you're going to go. So if you go for a one day versus two day versus three versus five days, like the way that you justify it in your head, like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's just X dollars more to stay right. four days. We might mm-hmm. as well just like extend it to five days. So mm-hmm. your plan starts out as like, let's just go for two days and right. then explodes to like this five day trip because it the does. way that they have done the math around like, uh, the discount that you get for going more days has been... Yep. And if you're not familiar with Disneyland, they have many different types of tickets. One of them is uh, one park per day. So there are two parks at Disneyland. Um, so you could get a ticket that is one park per day for X amount of days, or you could get a ticket that is a park hopper, which means you could go to either park any time of day, multiple times a day for, again, X amount of days. Now, yeah. we always get the park hopper. Yeah. We played with the idea of getting the one park per day, but the way that our schedule worked this time, um, we went for the park hopper. We just, I mean, we do, we hop back and forth many times throughout the day. Um, it's just what works for us in our schedule. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we hop many times. Like, I think the most we would go back and forth as like, we'll start in California go to Disneyland midday and then go back to California. But most of the yes. time it's like start in one park, right? go to the other park halfway through the day or something. And back at the other park. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for tickets. Okay. So the, the other really big tip that we have is to download the Disneyland app from the app store. So if you go on your phone and open up the app store and search for Disneyland, there will be an official Disneyland app and this gives you the power to do a bunch of things, including buying your tickets. So we just talked about places where you can buy your tickets, but you can also do it directly through the app. Um, the cool thing about the app is that it lets you link all of your tickets. So if you're going with a party of four, each uh, everyone can open up their phone and link all of the tickets in the party to uh, to each other's app. That way, when you go into the park, only one person needs to have their phone out. 
and it doesn't uh, always have to be the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whoever whips it out the fastest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's uh, the other nice thing about that is that you can use your park ticket to redeem fast passes. So one of the the next thing that I want to talk about for the Disneyland app is that it lets you buy the Max Pass, which is really cool. Um, it lets you uh, download PhotoPass, the MaxPass PhotoPass pictures. So if you see like a Disneyland person in the park and they're taking official pictures in front of the castle or whatever, um, the app lets you download unlimited whatever number of photos, which before used to cost a lot of money and you'd have to like go to a certain place to pick them up. Yes. And just to take a step back, the MaxPass is something that you have to buy separately from your ticket. Well, you don't have to. You could, you get the choice to purchase it. Yeah. If you do, it's $15 per person per day. Per day. It only yeah. lasts for the day. And the Max Pass does give you the picture option, which CJ just mentioned. And it's a way to get your fast passes for rides through your phone instead of having to race over to the ride. And you used to have to like insert your ticket and then it would yeah. spit out a ticket, which I think they might still do that. Um, Should we explain what a fast pass is? Go for it. So a fast pass, like when you when you're going to a ride or some event, um, you either have the option of waiting in line the entire time um, with all of the the other civilians, <laughs> <laughs> or you can um, get a fast pass, which mm-hmm. is this ticket that gives you a one hour window. Where if you come back during that one hour window, then you get to skip some part of the line. Mm-hmm. So you get into like this fast line if you come if you come back during that designated hour. Mm-hmm. And so previously, the way that the fast passes worked is that at each ride there was a station where you would enter your Disneyland ticket and it would spit out a fast pass ticket. And then you would return to the line and use the fast pass ticket to enter the fast pass line. Mm-hmm. Now the difference, you pay this $15 and you get the max pass. The nice thing about that is you can be anywhere in all the different parks. You can even be outside of the park, I think. As long as you've been to the park at least once that day. Okay. And then from the app, you can book a slot. Mm-hmm. You don't For actually like everybody pick a slot. that you've linked onto your... Yeah. So you link phone. all the tickets and then you can say like, we all want to ride on... Toy Story Midway Mania. And so what we're going to do is we're going to book fast passes for Toy Story Midway Mania, but you might be all the way across the park in a different, uh, a different place. And you can choose the time. Can you? Can, I don't think you can. No, you just, you just, you, can't. you just have to keep checking back and it'll yeah. tell you the time that is available next. And then once you book it, it'll tell you when you can book another one. So every time I booked one, I would set an alarm in my phone for when we could book another one. So then my alarm would go off and I'd pull out my phone and I'd say, okay, we're in California. What's available? And then I'd try to book another one. Yeah. And so the way that FastPass works is like uh, for a given ride, they have some fixed number of fast passes for that ride. So let's say it's 100 per hour or something. And so the the more people that are booking fast passes, the quicker the hour slot that you'll get moves towards the end of the day. So if, uh, if there's a really high demand for a ride – then the fast passes for that ride will be uh, quickly taken up and consumed so that by the time you get to it, it might be like 4 o'clock in the afternoon or Mm -hmm. 5 o'clock in the afternoon or 6 o'clock in the afternoon when the hour is that you can go ride the ride. Mm -hmm. But you may be booking that at like 
8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. And they do run out. There will be a time when you yeah. try to get a fast pass and it'll say there are no more available for this ride today and you'll have to try again tomorrow. But we highly recommend the Max Pass. It's worth yes, the $15 a day. It is. We have used it twice now, two different trips, and we've purchased it each day. And it has just been, I mean, we hardly stand in a normal line anymore. Yeah. We just try to book everything out. Um, and just time it all. I think we may have only stood in two or three lines total this last Mm -hmm. time, and we went Mm -hmm. three days. So that plus, like CJ said, you get the free photos. Now you see anybody who um, is working for Disney and they have a camera and they'll take photos for you and they scan your phone, and then you have access to all of those photos for 90 days, which I think is a great perk. Totally. Another huge benefit of the app is that you can mobile order food and drinks. So you don't have to like wait in line for your food anymore. You can just say, um, this is the restaurant and this is, I, they pull, you can pull up the menu and pick what food you want and order. Another, this was amazing it for was us. Pretty nice. Not very many people seemed to be using this. And so there would be long lines and we would just order and we'd watch the line to see where we would have been standing. And we got our food and drink, I mean, within like 10 minutes. It was yeah. fast. It was super fast. Especially, I mean, you can do alcohol yep, as well, and that booze. was even faster. Yep. I could not believe it was just you can, like, incredible. Get in line at the back of the line, open up your phone and mobile order. Mm-hmm. And before you're at the front of the line, they call your name at the, the mobile or order. Or even window. better, everybody's exhausted. So you just go find a table, sit down, look at the menu together, and yep. just order and sit there yep. until your food's ready. Yeah, it's nice. Totally, totally worth it. That is not anything you have to pay for. It comes with the app. Yeah. I'm just going to blow through the rest of these because there's a ton of other benefits to the app. You can see the park map of the current times. There's like a play app. that's a separate thing that is entertaining when you're waiting in line. You can make reservations in advance for sit-down restaurants, and you can also see like when the show times are and everything. So just if you're going to Disneyland, you got to download the app. Like, uh, yeah, no, no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. All right. The next thing we want to talk about was where to stay. So what do you, what are some considerations that people should think about when they're looking at where they're going to stay? I would try to think about, I guess, what you're trying to get from your experience. Are you on a tight budget? Are you looking for walking distance? Do you have kids? Um, How many people are you going with? Multiple families, just you and, you know, your significant other and kids. Um, Take all this into consideration. There are a lot of different options um, in terms of where you can stay, like Airbnbs, um, hotels that are not affiliated with Disneyland. Some of them have shuttles. You can stay at the Disneyland hotels. Um, You can rent out an Airbnb with multiple families. Um, There are just a lot of different options. So we... um, We've done actually, I think all of those options in the past. And so it just really comes down to what you're looking for. Um, Generally when we go, it's just us and our little family. And so although we would love to stay at the Disneyland hotel, like we used to in the past, the pricing of it has gone pretty crazy. So unless you're really like willing to, um, Invest quite a bit into this trip. Yeah. Or if money, if money isn't, if money isn't a thing, then like definitely, Disneyland Hotel, I think. Disneyland Hotel is our favorite. We've stayed at the Grand Californian, and you've stayed at Paradise Pier. You haven't? No, oh, I've I never thought you there. did with your no. family in the past. They've, they've, they have stayed there. I, yeah. I didn't go with them that time. Okay, so the bo- we've... We've done everything except Paradise Pier, which is one of the three on-campus 
hotels. Right. Um, and we think Disneyland is the best because it's just as nice, in my opinion, as Grand Californian. At least the rooms are. Yeah. Um, but it, it can be easier to walk from it yeah. than Grand Californian. Grand Californian is huge, and it's situated in such a way that you might have a room that's clear on the other side of the hotel. And in order to get to the door that leads you to Disneyland, you've got to walk quite a distance. Yeah. If you The, the one tip that I would say is if you're going to stay in the Grand Californian, be f- like when you're booking or when you're checking in, try to ask for a room that is close to to an elevator or close to a hallway or close to something that's going to give you quick access. Because if you, there are certain rooms in the Grand Californian that end up making it so that you're walking further than if you stayed across the street or Mm -hmm. like in an Airbnb off Mm -hmm. campus, because you just end up walking through the hotel so much. Exactly. Uh, Which is just one of the reasons why we would pick Disneyland hotel over a Grand Californian. But again, they're both amazing um, gorgeous. You'll have all the amenities you could ever want or need. And being so close is just amazing to be able to take a nap if you want to, or run back because it started raining and put on your rain gear, whatever. Um, if you can totally stay there. Um, unfortunately it's just gotten very expensive over the last 10 years. I can remember, Paying like two fifty a night, and now I feel like it's probably double that for Disneyland hotel. Triple, triple that. Yeah. So um, as of right now, it's out of our budget. So we tend to pick a hotel or Airbnb that's walking distance. Yep. We really like to be able to walk. The other nice thing about an Airbnb is if you are going with a big group, uh, you can get like a two bedroom or three bedroom or four bedroom house or condo. That's still walking distance. It may even have a pool. Mm-hmm. It might have a you know a private whatever. Uh, the nice thing about that is that you can have family meals at home, and you can mm-hmm. have like a big family breakfast at home, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about okay like or you you can you can kind of do everything more as a big group. Whereas if you are going if you're traveling with a group of maybe eight people you're forced to get at least two hotel rooms. Then you're kind of separate. There's no kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's no way for you to have like a big family meal per day. Or if there are kids involved and yeah. you want to put them to bed early, but the adults still want to hang out. Like gets kind of like, well, what do we do? Does somebody stay in the rooms? And then we all go down to the bar. Whereas at an Airbnb, you know, they're safe in their rooms and you can go hang out in the living room and yep. still have some adult time. Unwind from the day. Or hire a sitter like we did and have a sitter stay. Oh my God. That them. was my brother. Thank you, JP. That was so awesome. JP came with us on this huge group trip that we did with maybe it was like six or seven families, mm-hmm. five or six mm-hmm. or seven families. We yeah. got like this fat Airbnb with a pool and like, yep. it was, man, that was like a nine bedroom house or something. It was so awesome. It was, it was so beautiful. much fun. And it my, was not walking distance. It was not. We had to. We did have to Uber in and out. But my so, brother stayed with the kids one night, and all the adults went back, and that was like probably one of my most fun, one of my most fun memories of Disneyland. Definitely. For sure. So one of our secrets right here. Are you ready for this? The Airbnb that we usually stay at, or at least the neighborhood that we usually stay in, is on. Is it? Magic, Magic Way. Way and South Walnut Street. Yeah. Magic Way and South Walnut there Street. There is like a little condo complex that is right across the street from like the entrance to downtown Disney. 
it is, I think it's like top secret, but you can stay there for like a quarter of the price that mm-hmm. you can for Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see Disneyland Hotel. You can see it. From the neighborhood. You can walk in and out. Mm-hmm. It's a little gnarly because you have to like run across this crazy <laughs> four lane highway. But uh, Walnut Street doesn't have a crosswalk right now. Hopefully that's changing. Um, so you do have to kind of frogger across. I mean, it's not a, it's not a huge main street. It's just a street you have yeah. to cross. Um, but other than that, you end up right on Magic Way, and you just pull right up to downtown Disney. Yeah, and the pl- like, we drove from Reno one time, and there was a garage, so we were able to park we were able inside to park. the garage. They have the condo complex has a pool. We did not use it, Mm-mm. but it has a full like every time we've gone, there's been a full kitchen. We're able to have full like normal healthy family breakfasts in the kitchen, mm-hmm. eggs and the whole bit, and it's more affordable. Um, so we'll have more tips about food later, but, and then um, this past time we stayed at a hotel, it was just the two of us. And so this time we stayed off Harbor Boulevard and Manchester Yeah, and that's over by like a Tiffy's and a cocoa restaurant. And again, that was perfect walking distance. Um, the other direction from where we stayed at in the Airbnb, but we had no problem at all going back and forth. Yeah, that was fine. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe like at most a tenth of a mile further. Mm-hmm. And that it was, was fine. and it's just because you had to like walk like past downtown Disney to get into it. Yeah, but we didn't need a kitchen because this time we didn't have kids with us. It was so. fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so that is places to stay. Next, we want to talk about food. Of course, you want to consider your budget always. Um, Generally, when we go, we try to bring as much food as possible, and then we eat one meal out a day. Um, Again, it was different this time because we didn't have kids. But what I do, we stay at an Airbnb, and so the night before... I try to go to the grocery store, buy all the frozen and perishables so that we can have as much breakfast as possible at the Airbnb. But if you don't, if you don't have like a way to get to and from the store, then like, what's a good way? This time we did Instacart and it was awesome. Just pulled out my phone, ordered a bunch of food from Sprouts. It was delivered within two hours. You know, you do have to pay an extra fee for that. But if you're there without a car, like we were, Mm -hmm. Um, or you just don't want to drive in Anaheim in a place that you're not used to. Like it was such a lifesaver. You could even do it like mid trip. If you realize, oh man, we ran out of something like let's order that. Um, so highly recommend any of the food delivery. Instacart is just the one that we like to use. Um, so if you are not staying at an Airbnb and you're not worried about budget, then what we were able to do this time is we mobile ordered food and drinks from Starbucks on our way into the park. Yep. And there's two of them in downtown Disney. So they were on our path anyway. And so we would mobile order them and we picked them up. We'd eat really quickly and then run into whatever park we were going to. So that's Mm -hmm. also an option. Um, We always bring snacks. So we have a backpack full of them. Water was interesting this time. Yeah, it was contentious. <laughs> it was it was a topic. Of, yeah, it was a topic generally of we we bring like every single water bottle we will need because we have a stroller. Yeah, uh, but this time we did not have a stroller, and so CJ was like, "I don't want to carry all that water." And yeah. I was like, "I'm not getting dehydrated. What so are we gonna do?" Do you remember that road we were just talking about where you have to frogger across? Yes. One time we had so much water 
like water bottles in the bottom of the stroller. We're rushing across this four lane highway. Mm-hmm. It's and not a highway. <laughs> <laughs> the water ripped the bottom of the oh, stroller right. off. It was too heavy. It was so heavy because we had so many water bottles. It ripped the bottom of the stroller off. And I was like <laughs> scrambling around in the middle of the road, like picking up water bottles, trying the to get two were safe. kids. They were good. Yeah. So I, I, this, this time I was like, we got to attempt to do something a little different with water instead of carrying around the weight of all the water. Let's try to figure out if there's a way we can just bring a water bottle and survive on just water bottle water the whole time. Like a, like a, a Nalgene bottle, not like disposable mm-hmm. plastic. A reusable water yeah, bottle. Bring we just a wanted reusable, to bring a reusable uh, water bottle. Yeah. We were staying at a hotel and I was semi on board with it, but I knew I would need water for the hotel. Yeah. And I wasn't confident that Disneyland would provide us free water. So what we found out is that Instacart delivered us a bunch of water um, because that's what I asked for. And so we used that in the hotel room. Disneyland itself does not have a lot of water filling stations yet. Star Wars Land, I think, had two. And we read that there were some... um, Tomorrowland. In Tomorrowland, we didn't we didn't find them. We didn't look very hard either. Um, there, there. Okay, so to be fair, if you are down to rough it, I am totally like uh, not high maintenance, and I was down to rough it, and I drank, I refilled my refillable water bottle in the hotel bathroom sink <laughs> and in some water fountains in Disney California, Ugh. which but someone remember, a worker yes. told us don't do that <laughs> yeah. because you've seen kids do really gross things in the water uh-huh. fountains. But I don't care. Like I, I was just rough. Maybe that's okay. why I'm sick so, right now. But <laughs> that's probably why you've been sick since we got back. I was just roughing it. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was trying to. I was all right. I was being a little stubborn. Maybe not a little. I was trying to. I was trying to prove that you could make it with a reusable water bottle. But I don't think it's 100 percent there yet. Not so. yet. I think that they'll probably get there. Yeah. Um. But right now. There also, you can ask any of the restaurants for a cup of water and some of them will give you a pretty decent size, like 12 ounce cup. And then you could refill your water bottle with that, which we did a few times. Um, also at the Mexican restaurant in Frontierland, yep. they had a water dispenser out in like the seating area. So you could totally just walk up to that. Even if you weren't eating there, fill up your water. Um, we did not find any in California Adventure. Is that right? No, yeah, they didn't. Have and any we there. asked a worker, and she's the one who told us there aren't any, and don't use the ones. It's that so are funny drinking because fountains. yeah, when you ask for cups of water, then to like use the cup of water to fill up your water bottle, they right. give you like these six ounce like. <laughs> right, they give you little tiny ones, but just ask for multiple. Yeah. I think that Disneyland will definitely start putting them in. They, I mean, they have. They did in the Star Wars land. So yeah. it's probably something they're considering. But anyway, that's one way to not have to carry a bunch of water around. Now, eating with restrictions, if you use your awesome app that you've now downloaded, they had all of the menus of the restaurants included on the app. And if you scrolled to the bottom, it also had like an allergy-friendly option. So they would list gluten-free options, egg-free options, nut-free options. And this, to me, was a lifesaver because not all of the restaurants were allergy-friendly. And so it made it easy to be like, I'm hungry. What's for lunch? Oh, look, this restaurant has gluten-free bread. And so, you know, I know I can go there and get a sandwich. No problem. Um, So that was great. Um, What else about food did we want to talk about? 
I um I love the bread bowls. Right. And the margaritas. That's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of Disneyland Cal- or California Adventure, California Adventure is drinking a margarita and eating a bread bowl. Um, oh, my favorite places to eat in California Adventure was the Lucky Fortune Cookery, which is next to the Bread Bowl place. The Bread Bowl place was not gluten-free friendly, if that is something you're looking for. Um, <laughs> but the uh, Lucky Fortune Cookery is Chinese food, and I very rarely get to eat Chinese food because it's not gluten-free friendly. And they had options, so that was great. Oh, nice. And then also Smoke Jumpers Grill, which was next to Soren, also had a lot of great options. And of course, yeah, the alcohol. Yeah. So alcohol, historically, you weren't able to have alcohol in Disneyland and they added it in California. You could have wine and then they started adding like this California flavor around uh, like craft breweries. So they had like little beer stations that you can go to. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had the margarita stand, which was our favorite. But this time at Sonoma Terrace, they had quite a few different alcoholic beverages, mixed drinks. Mm-hmm. And we had the tastiest, it was called Underworld Libation. Yeah. And I think it was just basically vodka and Kool-Aid. It was blue. <laughs> I thought it was rum. Oh, you're right. It was rum. Yeah. But it was topped with this giant glob of cotton candy. Yeah. I have not had cotton candy in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was very satisfying. It, yeah. It tasted like underage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely full of sugar. Yeah. But it was delicious, so we recommend that. And also, you can mobile order, like we said. So our favorite margarita stand, Rita's Baja Blenders. Yeah. We you probably can... sound like some boozies. Well, maybe yeah. we are. <laughs> <laughs> you can mobile order that as well. And so... That was a lot of fun for us. Um, we, I like to go really, really hard all day long at Disneyland. Like I want to be there the second it opens and I, I could stay all day. I tend to go with people who are not like me. (laughs) (laughs) They want to take it a little bit slower and they would also like to nap midday. I like to go hard all day too with a two to three hour nap. Yeah. (laughs) That is such a rough time. Those two to three hours. Anyway. We'd like to share with you our tips for places to rest. Of course, you can walk back to your hotel or your Airbnb or wherever, um, but we also have a few little places that are quiet in the park. Who are we going to give these? These are like top secret. All right. They are. This is, we're letting you in on like some next level Disney tips right here. Mm, this one's brand new too. I okay. saw it when we were on the Ferris wheel. I was like, Oh, look at that quiet spot. That lady all by herself. Yeah, It's perfect. Okay, okay. So it's on the back side of the silly symphony swings in California adventure. We hardly ever make it to that side of the park because mm-hmm. there's not much over there that we're really interested in. It's all very spinny and twirly. Yeah. And up and downy and up and down. But I noticed that if you walk behind that ride, there were loads of benches completely empty and you're overlooking the water. So it's just, it seems like a very peaceful place to just relax for a minute. Um, we also like to hide inside the grand Californian hotel in the lobby, in the lobby. There are tons of couches and there's usually beautiful piano Disney music being Mm -hmm. played, but there's also a giant fireplace with rocking chairs, super comfortable. Just sit there. We we found one this time that was the same, but outside. Yeah. So on the, when you see the fireplace in the lobby, 
if you just go to the outside of the building where that same fireplace is, the, the fireplace I think also has like an outside piece to it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same fireplace. Chairs, they did, but, yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's just a really good spot to just take a minute, rest your legs, yeah. maybe have a snack. Apparently, we're boozies. Is that a word? (laughs) There's a bar right by there, so you could grab a drink and sit there if you wanted to. They also have plugs, so if you need to charge your phone, Mm -hmm. you can bring your phone charger with you. We've definitely put the kids in the stroller and said, you must take a nap right now and let them sleep in there. There's a lot of white noise with all the people going through. Just a great little spot. Also, if you want to rest but don't need the quiet, we highly recommend watching a show. We save all of our... um, I don't know, time that we're seated watching some play or something for like one o'clock because that's when you're really tired. Yeah. Um, so the shows we love to watch are the Frozen Show and California Adventure. Um, that's like three times a day and it's long. It's, yeah, it's at least an hour. Um, maybe 50 minutes. Yeah, it's like 50 okay. minutes or an hour for okay. sure. Um, there's a theater over by Toontown in Disneyland. Yep. The past two times we've been there, it's been the same show. It's a Mickey paint show or something, which is very cute. That is mostly outside. Um, it's like an amphitheater. Yep. And then back to California Adventure, Turtle Talk with Crush. That's one of our favorites. Oh my gosh. This time that we oh watched it. Gosh, it was so <laughs> it funny. Oh, Okay. This was we like next dying. level. It was, it was. It's usually like a guy playing crush. Yeah. Who um, is also very witty. So yeah. it's always, you know, trying to tell jokes and that he asks the kids to ask him questions. So they'll ask like, oh, what's your favorite color? And sometimes he'll ask an adult a question like, do you know how to swim? Whatever. This time, though, the guy who was playing Crush, he was amazing. Yeah, he was so funny. And he got us. He got us, like, crying. We were laughing I've never so hard. Laughed so it was hard like a 9 p.m. show. We were there super late. It was like late. the last show of the day. Yeah. We were waiting for the World of Color because we yeah, had tickets yeah. to the World of Color. So we were like, let's just hop into Crush. And there were only like three or four kids there because it was so late at night. So he talked a lot to the audience and he talked to this lady who was wearing a shirt that read poo. Yeah. And he was like, what's on your shirt? And she's all poo. Yeah. He's like, why do you have poo on your shirt? And then he's asking her like, why did you buy a shirt with poo on it? Whose poo is it? Whose poo? And she was like, I don't know. You're right. I got it at the store. Anyway, it was, it was hilarious. That was just like a snippet of it. Mm-hmm. We are not doing it justice. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. So anyway, those are um, our tips for resting, if you must, at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, I th- so we're we're at 34 minutes. We're just going to keep going because mm-hmm. I think we missed last week. We totally did. Yeah, we're giving you a bonus. So this is like, consider this the bonus section. All right, go for it. Replacement for last week. So here's some extras. If you bring a stroller, there's a couple ways that you can you can get a stroller if you have kids that are stroller age. And if they're like on the verge of not needing a stroller anymore, they definitely need a stroller still mm-hmm. for Disneyland because mm-hmm. there's just you I think we walked fifteen miles the first day. We did. So and there's a lot of walking. You want to go fast? I want to go faster. Yeah. Then the kids can handle. And the stroller can carry all your gear. So all your water. Yeah. All your water, your, <laughs> your snacks, your, your jackets. layers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your uh any trinkets that you may end up with. I honestly considered bringing a stroller this time, even though we had no kids. Yeah. So that I could bring all the trinkets. But we survived. Yeah. It. Important tip about strollers, you cannot bring 
a wagon. Wagons are not what? allowed. Strollers are allowed. That's what I read. That they are making restrictions because they expect it to be busier now with Star Wars land. And outside of the park, they have little like rectangles on the ground where you can measure your stroller to make sure you fit within their new restrictions. And it had said no wagons, but I saw a wagon when you we did? were there. I saw one wagon. Oh, I know. Rebels. I know. So I, I would double check that. Um, but there are definitely some limitations on what you can bring in yeah. stroller-wise. Um, However, if you don't want to travel with one, if you don't live nearby and you're going to have to get on an airplane or you're driving there and your big giant double stroller doesn't fit well in your car with all of your water, um, you can now rent a stroller, which is what we did um, when we went two times ago. And there are a lot of different places that you can do it. Do you remember the name of it? I was going to try to look it up quickly. Uh, we used Baby Quip, okay, which was really cool because that is actually just supporting mostly, I would guess, local moms um, who are renting out their own equipment and they'll deliver as well. Um, With baby equip, you, you, I would guess, it might work the same. So the issue we ran into is we were staying at an Airbnb. If you're staying at a hotel, someone can deliver it to you when you're not there. So if you haven't gotten there yet, or you have gotten to Anaheim, but you're going to start walking around already, they can leave it with the front desk and the front desk will just keep it in their gotcha. checked area. But we were at an Airbnb, so we, we needed to find like a safe spot for them to keep it. And um, we ended up just picking it up ourselves. But delivery is an option is what I'm trying to say. And it was all nice equipment. Every website I looked at, they had the giant Bob strollers and it was just so convenient to mm-hmm. not have to pack that and have it <clears throat> exactly when we needed it, and it was very affordable yep. as well. So definitely look into renting a stroller. Um, oh yeah, when you are um, when you're entering one of the parks, mm-hmm. you have to go through security every day. You have to go through security, and it's usually if you're coming from the downtown Disney side, it's over there. Because you need to also have gone through security to participate in the downtown Disney activities and stores. So you either go through it when you come out of the parking lot. Like if you're driving Mm -hmm. to Disneyland, you'll go through security when you come out of the parking lot. If you're Mm -hmm. walking through downtown Disney, you go in before you get into downtown Disney. Um, If you're walking in from the other side, is that Catella? Mm -hmm. Then you go through security right on the other side, like the bus entry. Yeah. So Um, our tip is don't forget about it because it will... It could take you some time to get through if you happen to get there when everybody else is getting there. And they go through everything. They don't care if you have food or water. They're looking for dangerous items. So they want to go through every pocket of your stroller and they want to go through every pocket of your backpack. So if you're lugging in a ton of stuff, which sometimes happens when you have kids, it's going to take a few minutes. Um, So just make sure to factor that into your morning your routine. five minutes or ten minutes. Yeah. I would say it's not like yeah, it's not, not more than fifteen minutes. No, no, no. It's definitely a, a five minute thing. But you know, if you have five people in front of you, it could take some time. Yeah. So just remember that. Um, also, some of our tips are to make sure you utilize the train and monorail in Disneyland to get around from activity to activity. The train goes all the way around. Disneyland, it's also a great place to rest yep. if you just want to hop on and hop off at the same spot. Um, I timed it last time. I think it was 20 minutes. Well, I think there's four stops and some of them have like a longer ride. 
Like the true. I between, timed it going all the way around. Oh, all the way around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main street to New Orleans Square station stops is That's like very two short. minutes. Yeah, yeah. But then like the Toontown to Main Street stop is like ten minutes probably. That and you have to wait for everybody to unload and, and get back on. That's yeah. what takes a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, make sure you use that. And then the monorail is also great. Um, it has two stops, I guess. One stop is in downtown Disney. The other is in Tomorrowland. And so we'll use that um, if we are planning to start our day in Tomorrowland or we want to head over to Buzz. Yeah. Um, I think almost every time that we go, we end up like finishing the day off in Tomorrowland for at least one of the days. Mm-hmm. And then we use the monorail to bring us all the way back to downtown Disney, which mm-hmm. skips a bunch of walking. It does. It's like a mile of walking or something mm-hmm. that you kill. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun little ride as well. Yeah. And then something I learned this time, um, Oh, I skipped. You can cut through the Grand Californian. Yeah, it's a top um, secret. Yeah, this time, because of where we stayed, it was easier for us. We would leave the park, and then we would walk into the Grand Californian. We'd cut through their lobby and go out their front door. And that got us closer to where our hotel is, or was, um, than having to walk all the way to the end of downtown Disney. So we always did that. Yep. Unfortunately, you couldn't do it coming in. Um, because their gates are locked. Yeah, the gates have require uh, that you have like a a card for right. But you could do it going out, so that was a good one. Also, what I was going to say is that this time I learned that if you choose to buy souvenirs, the stores will hold them for you. Nice. So I really wanted to buy some coffee mugs for my brother, and I was like, man. I don't want to carry two coffee mugs all day long. We don't have a stroller. What am I going to do? Oh, well, I'll just suffer through it. And CJ was kind enough to be like, I'll carry them. It's fine. But as I was purchasing them, the lady told me that she could hold them for us until the end of the day. So that's what we did. Um, It was very helpful. And you just have to remember to pick them up before you leave. It was pretty easy, too. It's just like in and out, show Mm -hmm. them a ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely do that if you're going to buy souvenirs. And... There's a couple of things I wanted to wrap up with. First, since we just went there and it was our first time seeing the new Star Wars edition, mm-hmm. I wanted to let everyone, everyone know what we thought about it. Okay. Um, so if you have ridden the old Star Wars, which is the Star Tours ride mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. you know that it is a motion picture ride. There is like a big screen, and you sit in a chair, and the chair moves around. And mm-hmm. um, the I feel there like is, you're about to just <clears throat> jump into the ride. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. Cool. I'm, I'm going to say, well, the new Star Wars ride is similar. I would say it's similar in that it is a motion picture. Yeah, ride. but what about the land? Oh, Star Wars land. Yeah. Oh, it's. I don't know. I really liked all the details. I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. It was really nice. It's at a point now where you don't have to pay to get in. It's included with your ticket. There was a time. I think there was at the beginning. It was only for special people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So now you can just walk through it. And the details are amazing. Yeah. The the attention to detail is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It is a new land and it feels like they're still figuring some things out. It does. It definitely does. There's some logistics that they're still kind of like working mm-hmm. out. But. There, there are some cool looking stores yeah. and they did have water fill stations there and they have a couple of restaurants sort of. Yeah. They have a restaurant. They have a bar. They have like a, it's like the first 
alcohol that is served in Disneyland, and it's inside of like a nightclub style bar where there's a DJ that is like playing loud music. So unfortunately, what CJ was going to lead into is we actually had two major disappointments with this land. Yes. All just our own opinion. Yeah. So go for it. Tell about the ride. One. There's only one ride right now. Oh, you want me to tell the ride? Yeah. Okay. So the way that the ride works is you get in and there are people that have roles. So this part I thought was kind of cool. You get a role, and so you you get to play a part in the ride, and you go into a pod that has six people, and the pod flies around. Um, but the flying around part is motion picture, but it turns out that it's like somewhat controlled by you. I don't. Know, it, it it is very cool, but at the end of it, we well, all are, all of us almost two, threw up. Two, two. Um, Two pilots, two pilots, two engineers, and yes. two gunners. Yes, and so the six of you are in this little room, and the two pilots, like CJ said, do have control of the aircraft. Yeah, and for the four of us that went in there together, we all get motion sick very easily. Yeah, and so our two pilots were not the best of flyers. They were having a good old time up there, crashing into things. Oh my gosh! And. I mean, we all came out of there very sick. Yeah. Very. We that was never rough. ride that again. No. Yeah. It was it was a cool ride, but again, if you have motion if sickness. If you love video games, you have no issues with motion sickness, yeah. and you want to, like, be, you want to feel the experience of flying around and mm-hmm. shooting at things mm-hmm. in space, like, as a Star Wars pilot or something, then yeah. definitely go do the ride. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, that that kind of ended our morning for us, too. Like, we were all just feeling so not great. We had to go eat lunch and then take a nap afterward. And then the second thing is that we made reservations for breakfast at the cantina. And I did not look at the menu. But turns out, they don't serve food. It's just a bar. It's just a bar. So we skip breakfast. We get there for our 9.30. We had reservations, like 9.30 a.m. reservations Mm -hmm. to go to a nightclub. (laughs) Basically. And so that made us a little, I mean, I get hangry very quickly. So at 930, I was like, oh no. If you're into it though, I would say try to make reservations for like 8 PM if you can. And you're like into the whole cantina thing and you want to see the DJ. And know that there's there, I mean, there's snacks, but it's not your traditional cantina. It's like you're going to a bar. Yeah. You, You eat before and then go. Even if I had gotten a nighttime reservation, we still would have been a little disappointed because we would have been expecting to eat. Yeah. But we would have felt better about drinking. So we ended up giving our reservation to someone else because we didn't need alcohol at 9 in the morning that day. (laughs) Okay, so those are a majority of our um, tips. So we talked to you about where you can get tickets and how you must download the app and different places to stay and our favorite places to stay and... All the different places to eat, especially if you have eating restrictions, places to rest, and a few extras. And I thought that it would be fun Uh to give you an idea of what our day looks like when we go to the park. What do you think about that? Um, Sure. Let's hear it. All right. This is going to be a story. Okay. I feel like you're a great storyteller. No, you are an excellent storyteller. (laughs) Come on now. Come on now. Beating that. All right. Yeah, you you tell it. Exactly. All right, so Second we arrive. Yeah. Okay, so we're <clears throat> we uh, we either fly in or drive in, and then we stay the night. And then the next morning, we wake up, and everyone has this like 
very excited energy mm-hmm. and this drive and this passion and mm-hmm. uh, everyone wants to just jump out of their socks. Get there as fast on. as possible. Yeah. The parks generally open at 8 a.m. One of them does. And like I said, I like to be there right when it opens. I find you can get the most done if you get there right when it opens on day one. So what we usually do is we leave wherever we're staying if walking distance at 7 a.m. for the park that opens at 8 a.m. When you go to Disneyland, you don't sleep, okay? I'm just <laughs> telling you. This is not when you're going to like go rest and recover from your crazy life. No. This is when you're going to go have fun and get more exhausted and have to, I guess, apparently be sick for two weeks after <laughs> recover and recover from the trip. So anyway, you get up super early. You, um, if you are not eating breakfast at home or even if you are, but you need your coffee, you, we mobile order our Starbucks on our way to the park. We pick up our Starbucks and coffee as we're walking through downtown Disney. Sometimes we stop and eat our breakfast sandwich or oatmeal that we got from Starbucks. And then we're at the gate a few minutes before opening. We've already gotten through security and everything at this point. Um, And then as soon as the gate opens, which they will generally let you in early, but they have ropes up to all of the lands. So you just hang out in like the downtown Main Street area. Um, So what we always do is we go in and we turn left. We turn left. Always go left. I just can't do Disneyland differently. Disneyland is like a circle. It's oriented sort of like a circle. And uh, inside of of Disneyland proper, the park, there are a bunch of different lands. Mm -hmm. And so you walk down Main Street. That's kind of like the entryway. And then you start around the big circle. And we always go in and we turn left. And we start mm-hmm. making our way around the circle. And as soon as you've scanned your ticket, I believe this is when it happens, is when you can start getting a fast pass. So I try really hard not to be looking down at my phone the whole time as we're walking in because this is Disneyland and you want to take in how awesome Main Street and the castle is. But I also want to get a fast pass as fast as I possibly can. So I log into my app and... I try to get us the fast pass for something in the Adventureland area because, again, we turn left and that's where Adventureland is. So I usually grab um, a fast pass for all of us to Indiana Jones. And then I set my alarm for when I can now get a new fast pass. And um, then we just start riding whatever rides have the shortest lines. This time we were able to immediately hit Jungle Cruise and Pirates. Um, Pirates and then we jumped on to... Indy? No. no oh, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yep. And then I think when Haunted Mansion ended, we were able to go back to Indy because our Fast Pass was available. Yep. Um, oh, and then you did Splash Mountain. Yep. And then usually we'll hit Winnie the Pooh over there. Um, and then, of course, grab another Fast Pass. Um, and I think after all of those rides, um, you could walk into Star Wars Land. Yeah, I think we did this time. Right there. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we did. And then we, we, we stood in line. for Because I'm not sure that there's a Fast Pass for the new Star Wars right. ride. Um Oh, yes, I missed that we always argue about Splash Mountain because it is CJ's favorite ride, and I do not ride scary rides, and that ride is scary. It's not scary at all. I always skip it. Um, And usually by the time we've done all of those things before entering into the Star Wars land, it's only like 9 or 10 o'clock. It's super early. You've knocked out like four or five rides. Um, The energy is still like 
pretty high. We're like, what else can we get done? Um, and so that's when we traveled through Star Wars. Um, afterwards, you know, if we actually in line for some of the rides, we'll usually eat our snacks that are in our backpack that we're mm-hmm. carrying with us at all time, all times. Um, you know, trail mix, water. What else did we have this time? Bars, dried fruit. Yep. I try to keep it healthier because we will definitely be eating ice cream, ice cream, and, and goofy balls and alcohol. So I try to keep yeah. what we bring in a little bit healthier. Um, and then I think after that, we usually maybe go over to Thunder Mountain Railroad and um, try to find either a place to stop and eat lunch because sometimes I will bring in peanut butter and jelly sandwiches Mm -hmm. or a place to stop and um, go to a restaurant and have lunch, which this time for us was off of Main Street, the little cafe that we talked about earlier. Um, And then at that point, you've basically gotten almost one whole half of Disneyland done. You've been through Star Wars Land and Frontierland and Adventureland and we did, there are a few rides that were skipped, but you can go back to those later. We've seen like the main attractions. Yep. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point we decide, okay, are we going back to take a nap <laughs> or can we push on? Um, and I think we usually end up taking naps. Okay. And then at that point we can decide when we're coming back, okay, do we want to go back to Disney and do the other half of the park or do we want to head over to California Adventure? I always want to go back to California Adventure because it's my favorite. Um, whoa. Okay, so it's 2.30 now and <laughs> we're in California Adventure and we quickly will hit up Cars Land. We'll go to my new favorite ride, um, Mater, Mater's Jamboree and... Um, then on to Luigi's ride. And during nap time, I will have gotten us a fast pass for racers. So then we'll do racers. And then, um, I'll also have in queue a fast pass for Grizzly Mountain. So on the way to Grizzly, we'll hit Little Mermaid and then we'll ride Grizzly. <laughs> and then we... Wait, ride- hold on. Pause. Grizzly River Run? Uh-huh. This time we experienced something that we had never experienced before. Yes. It, so I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I've read somewhere that when it's hotter outside, they will increase the water level of the water rides okay. so that you will get wetter. So there is a part of Grizzly River Run near the end. And we've been on this ride a dozen times yeah. and never had this happen. We before. never had this happen. It's, I don't, I think this is one of the hotter times that we've ever been. Maybe. And so the water level was pretty high and there is a geyser. Yeah. At the end of, or like near the end of this yeah. ride. We get onto the raft and there's one fellow who keeps saying like, I hope we don't get the guys there. I hope we don't get it. And I'm like, what is he I talking about? I thought he about? wanted it. I thought he was like, I oh, hope we get it. Oh, he did want yeah, it. he wanted oh, the so guys he brought it on. He brought it on to us, yeah. Oh and so you, you, the way that Grizzly River Run works is you sit in a raft. There's, It's an eight-person raft. You're around in a circle. And it's almost exactly like Splash Mountain. It's a water <laughs> run. It's a water ride where you go around. Um, rapids. You go around rapids and you go down these big like mm-hmm. jumps and stuff. But at the end, there was this geyser that shot water up in the middle of the river. Mm-hmm. It shot the water up. I would say like twenty feet. Okay. And I didn't see it. It was like. <laughs> 
I don't know. Um, Maybe it was like we were watching people. A hundred gallons of water. Why do they look like they just took a shower? Yeah. Like I know you get wet on this. You get wet, but just like sprinkle wet. Yeah. Yeah. And so we make it through the entire ride almost, and we're all like, "Ah, okay. You know, we got a little bit wet. Not too bad. Oh, look, your pants are wet." Whatever. And then all of a sudden, this geyser shoots up and you go directly through it. Oh, my gosh. Every person in our raft was soaked. Every I've never been. Every square inch of every person's so clothes soaking wet was covered ride. in water. It, I mean, it was hilarious. We were dying so laughing. Funny. It was hot out. It was Thankfully, nice. it was so we were fun. able to dry off. But yeah. anyway. Be prepared for that. You can definitely wear. Oh, we did. Um, they have lockers right next to it, mm-hmm. so they're free for the first two hours. So definitely store all your belongings Everything in there. there. Yeah. Um, phones, especially. Yeah. Because uh, that would have been a huge problem for us if we had our backpack with us. Yeah, you need at least soaked. one phone so that you can go through the fast pass. That's true. But you can put Bring everything a block. else in there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you could wear a poncho if you don't want to get wet. The ride is fun. It's super fun. Um, even if you definitely do it. Yeah, wear a poncho. So anyway, you do that and then um, head over to Toy Story Midway Mania, which is my official favorite ride. Yeah, me too. I can do that one over and over, and we have in the past. Um, and then at that point, I mean, come on, how many rides have we hit at this point? Like, we're pretty tired, and so it's time for a sit-down beverage and snack. Yeah. So we'll head right back over to... Um, where Rita's is and grab a margarita or something over Pixar there. Pixar Pier. Pixar Pier, yes. And then um, after that, you can hit Soren with one of your fast passes, have dinner maybe next door at the, um, the fly Jumping. Sp- oh, yeah. Jump, smoke jumpers? Yes, yeah. that's what it was called. Um, and then it's probably like 8 o'clock at this point, and maybe you have tickets to World of Color like we did at 10. And so we wasted time by doing, well, it wasn't a waste of time, but <clears throat> we had extra time. So we went and did Monsters, Inc. And was that the night we did Crush? Yep. Yep. So we did, then we did Crush, which is another like 20 minutes. Um, we watched World of Color at 10. And I mean, I was exhausted, but somebody suggested we walk through downtown Disney, hop on the monorail and take it to Disneyland so we could do one of CJ's favorite rides. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. And so we did that. And um, we did that like six times that night. We did. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> so 10 o'clock, California Adventure shut down. Mm-hmm. They shut down the park and then they do a show after the park is officially closed. At the end of the show, everyone leaves the park and goes into the other park. But it's 10, it's 10 p.m. So the kids are all like, passed out know, in their strollers, bursting into flames. <laughs> um, I mean, or they're tears. waiting for the show that's going to be happening at Disneyland. Yeah. And so anyway, the rides are usually empty. So you yes. can ride them over and over and over again. So that's what we did. And then we walked home from there. Okay. This day was crazy. It was long. It was fun. We hit so many rides. This is not the way your day has to look. Yeah. But it's the way that ours did. Yep. And we did 30,000 steps that day. Yep. It was a lot. Now you can't, I can't do that two days in a row. So after one day of feeling very satisfied that I hit all my favorite rides, the next day is much slower. Yeah, much more We chill. still get there when park opens, but we're walking at a little bit of a slower pace and we're hitting maybe smaller attractions that we wanted to do, but 
There's not as much urgency. There's to, not. Like, There's a little bit everything. more people watching. Probably a little bit more eating. Um, it's just oh, very relaxed. Which again is how you could do every day. Um, I just get so excited. I just want to do it all yeah. on the first day. So that's what we do. Um, I don't know. Hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. Is there anything you think we left out? No. But if you're going to Disneyland and you want some extra tips or if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. We uh, we get pretty excited about helping people. In general. In and then general. to help them with Disneyland yeah. is, totally. I don't know, a dream, I guess. Um, and also let us know what we missed. Like, what have you found that really made your stay even better? Yep. Let us know what we need to add to our future trip. And maybe you'll give us such an amazing suggestion that we have to go back pretty soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening to this extra long episode and thank you for giving us five star reviews we have five of them now whoa Mm -hmm. awesome yeah so that's very exciting that really helps us we should read them off there they were there were no written oh okay they're just yeah they're just stars they were just stars thank you for the stars Mm -hmm. we really appreciate the stars we do and with that we say have a great day we hope you um get to go to Disneyland soon if that interests you and are able to utilize some of our tips. We appreciate you and think you are awesome. Bye friends. Bye. Peace. Peace.